0: This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. A Monday show for you, one day away from the Subway Series. Uh, so a lot to do. We will have bets for you, even though the Yankees and Mets are off today. We will have uh, a few bets that I like. We will talk about the MVP race. Uh, we will get to all of the Mets and their offensive futility and their struggles they are in the thick of a pennant race so uh, a lot to do but we start with the yankees who do win two out of three in baltimore like i said they are off tonight as are the mets uh and you'd say hey they won two out of three on the road against a what is it now is a solid team it, as weird as that is to say uh obviously a good weekend but it was not it was not at all as michael king who you know what not going to jump off the page at people who don't watch them every day. It's not a big name. It's not Judge. It's not Cole. It's not Stanton. But that is a devastating loss. It's Friday night. King comes in, and people blame Chapman. People blame it. Tyone. Tyone didn't pitch well. Chapman did a pitch well. So King had to come in. But King comes in Friday night, throws a pitch, fractures his elbow. You could tell right away it was bad. I mean, anytime you go to a pit, throw a pitch, and first thing you do is you grab your elbow and you walk off the mound. I mean, we all know. Some sort of, you know, Tommy John, it's something major. And, boy, it seems like these injuries with pitchers are more common and more common uh, as these guys throw harder and harder. But that's just a brutal loss. Now, Holmes has been their best reliever. King has been by far their second best reliever. Could have made the all-star team. He's been outstanding. And not just that, he's versatile. You know, can pitch multiple innings, throws the ball 99 miles an hour. He's been great for them. So uh, this Yankee team needs to go shopping. I mean, we have seen now – I think if you pulled people – Just look, fans, players, people in baseball, anybody, who's the best team in the American League? I think you get a pretty, as currently constructed, you get a pretty wide margin that even though the Yankees are clinging to the better record by a game and a half now, the Astros are the better team. They really are. And that's just as presently constructed. So if you go out and get Soto, that changes, that changes quickly, that changes in a big way. Uh, if you go in, which I don't, I still don't, I'm not sold. They're going to do, I'm not sold it's even reasonable. It's just not how they operate anymore, but it's clearly time for the Yankees. You know, like there's no rush you have until August 2nd is the trade deadline. It's a couple days later this year. The Yankees absolutely have to make a move. Um, you know, just to, to recap their issues, Joey Gallo, Kiner Falefa Hicks, who's played better, but still, uh, Severino's now hurt. King is now hurt. The Yankees desperately need not one but not two big-time moves here. And, look, if you get Soto, you can live with, you know, you still need a reliever, believe it or not. I mean, in Soto, I'd rather, would you rather have Soto or anybody else? I'd rather have Soto. But uh, they desperately need a reliever no matter who they get as a bat, and they desperately need a left-handed bat. So the Yankees need not one but two moves here. And, yeah, you know, you think about the Yankee teams that won World Series, late 90s, early 2000s. It wasn't just Mariano. It was the bridge to Mariano. It was Jeff Nelson and Stanton, Ramiro Mendoza, uh, you go on and on. The Yankees were very deep in the bullpen, and they are very thin now. And Look, Chapman, the idea that Chapman should be pitching big innings right now is just it, its ridiculous. He shouldn't be on the team anymore. Uh, but look, I mean, it's Peralta who's okay. They're calling up Schmidt. Uh, they did call up Schmidt. I mean, they're piecing it together here with a few of these guys. And the positive is, you know what, the Yankee pitching lab, uh, Matt Blake, they've done a good job at coaching up the pitchers. I understand all of that. But the Yankees now – Whether it's Robertson, whether it's two guys, the Yankees need to make a move for at least one reliever, one left-handed bat. Uh, We'll see what happens with Severino here. As he hurt his lat the Thursday before the All-Star break, he's going to be shut down from throwing for two weeks. That's all we really know. They've been kind of coy about the MRI, so who knows? He's back in a couple weeks. He's probably going to need a rehab start. Or he's out for much longer. And if he's out for much longer, that brings Luis Castillo into the mix. That brings, you know, look, the Yankees could really go in in any kind of direction here. I, I think what it does... Uh, you know, barring the idea that they're going to bring up a shortstop from the minors, Kynder Falafa is probably safe. He's hit a little better recently. They just have more pressing issues right now in terms of a left-handed bat, a reliever, and possibly a starting pitcher. So, Yankees plus three forty favorites. The short shot at Bet Rivers to win the whole thing. Plus one seventy. Plus one seventy to win the American League. Boy, they are the favorite. They still are clinging to the best record in the American League. They have plenty of issues, and they absolutely need to make a move. Uh, if they're going to win a World Series. I do not think they can win a World Series with this team. I just think there's too many flaws. There's too many holes. You go into a game in October, look, you get 27 outs. You only get 27 of them. If you're giving three or four out, away with Gallo, if you're giving a few away with Kiner Falafa, it's just, it's very hard. The, the margins are very thin. And, you know, Judge, we can get to the MVP here in a minute. Judge is at another resurgence. But postseason ball, we've seen this against the Astros. You know, the Astros have handed them their lunch for seven games. If you keep Judge and Stanton in the ballpark, It's just, it's not easy for them to score. They're not a dynamic offense without those guys. I mean, they're hitting, what, 230 as a team? It's not like this team uh, is deep, and it's not like this team has a million ways to beat you. It's kind of home run or bust. It's just your standard bust. Now, look, Carpenter's been a revelation. He's given them a nice lift. lemayhew has been hot. You know, Rizzo's a, a solid bat, not a typical, you know, carry the lineup type of guy, but uh, they, this team definitely has some flaws and definitely is in need some of some renovation so Yankees doing two out of three they sort of not limp in here because they're playing okay you know they lost to Houston twice beat Baltimore two out of three kind of what we expected really if you go by our predictions that's kind of kind of what I said was gonna happen so I'm not surprised by any of this the pitching matchups tentatively are scheduled for Montgomery versus Walker that's Tuesday night in City field uh no lines up because we're still a day away my guess is Yankees would be slight favorites and then Wednesday, the matchup really favors the Mets as it is Scherzer versus Domingo Herman, who uh, was bad his last time out. People are acting, you know, making it seem like it's a forfeit game anytime you're pitching Herman. Herman had some good moments in the big leagues. Herman was really good in 2019 when he came up, so we'll see if he pitches a little better. It'd be hard for him to pitch a little worse. But the Yankees uh, certainly need to make some additions. Soto would be the guy. Where look, if you got Soto and a reliever, a lot of your other problems would not seem as severe. And I'm just, look, I'm not a believer in just hoarding these prospects. I'm a believer in trying to win a championship. Here's what you do. Go out and try to win a championship. Create a super team. Create a dynasty. Create a team where you have Soto, Judge, and Stanton in the outfield. Uh, You have the prospects to do it. You would think between Volpe, Peraza, Dominguez, he's only 23, 24. Get it done. Get it done. Go at a reliever and go win a championship for the first time in 12 years. So, Yankees, we'll see how aggressive they are. We can sit here and scream and yell and and demand they be aggressive. I'll see it when I believe it. I'm hopeful, uh, but I'm not optimistic. As far as the rest of the American League East, and we'll get to the Mets here in a minute, Boston and the Mariners got swept this weekend. It's funny, the Mariners, hottest team in baseball, 14 in a row. They had won Houston after beating the Yankees twice on Thursday and making easy work of them. Houston goes into Seattle and just buries the Mariners for three straight games. So the Mariners now clinging to that last wild card spot uh, as Toronto swept Boston. Tampa won two out of three against Kansas City. And to me right now, the interesting team is Boston. Only three games behind Seattle. So you can say, you know what? They were in the ALCS last year. Still have a good lineup. Maybe they get some pitching back. Only three out. But you could also look at it and say, you know what? Sales hurt. Devers is now on the I.L bogarts is a free agent after the season jd martinez is a free agent after the season e of all the endeavors are free agents after next season uh there's whispers that the red sox you know owners are more interested in a vegas nba expansion team and they're sort of saving their money pinching their pennies not going to resign devers not going to resign bogarts not impossible here the red sox sort of rip it off in you know go the other direction instead of competing and maybe sell away pieces. They could get a lot for Bogarts. They'd get a hell of a lot for Devers. Martinez would be a great piece, especially for the Mets, who traded for Vogel back, but they could certainly use another big bat. The Mets, J.D. Martinez would be perfect, good in big games, good hitter. Uh, you know, he, He'd be perfect. That's made to order for the Mets. That's somebody I was thinking about for the Mets early in the year when the Red Sox were really struggling. Then they played well and it was kind of off the table. Well, now it's back on the table because the Red Sox – First of all, he can't catch the ball. The kid, I think it was, was it Durant's uh, in center field Friday night when they lost 28-5? to Loses the fly ball and the lights already right, happens. Then he walks after the ball. Saturday, it's a situation where they just can't feel the ground ball. They're awful defensively. They have no pitching what to speak of, whether it's Winkowski, Cutter, Crawford. Uh, I mean, you go down the line, the kid Bellows is going to be a pretty good pitcher, you would think, but he's really young. Uh, sales hurt. When he evolved, he doesn't pitch, and he wasn't great the other night. This Red Sox team has no pitching. They have played 13 series against the American League East. They've won one of them. They've lost 12 of them, and they have one tie. Maybe it's 14. But they have one win out of, like, 13 or 14. So this Red Sox team is a disaster right now. That could be uh, an interesting team to watch. I think they're going to really swing the deadline here in terms of, you know, obviously Soto is the main attraction. Soto is the one you keep an eye on. But after that, you keep an eye on the Red Sox here in terms of will they be buyers, which I doubt at this point, or will they just go the other way and be sellers? and that wouldn't be to the Yankees. Look, when they traded the Astros, they could could they trade to the other teams in the division? Selling off to the Yankees, that's not something that they're going to do. But like I said, they could trade one of these guys to the Mets. They could absolutely trade one of these guys to the Mets. And boy, if Devers, who's on the DL, so that makes it tricky. If Devers ever became available, he, you know he's not quite soda, but man, he is a hell of a hitter. So that is one to keep an eye on here in the American League as uh, the playoff picture becomes a little clearer here in the AL East, and you know. Not just the AL East, the AL East is over, but the American League Wild Card, with the three teams in the AL East, Boston fading, Toronto played well this weekend, Tampa's still there, Seattle's still there despite getting swept by Houston, so uh, we will keep an eye on that. The American League MVP, Otani minus 106, Judge plus 110, Alvarez still plus 1300, it's funny, Otani had pitched great lately, unbelievable, barely given up any runs. And then Friday night against the Braves, he is carrying a shutout into the seventh inning. And he gives up a few runs, kind of one eye on the game, flipping around, come back. He's still in there. They let him stay in to give up six runs. Uh, Now, I don't know how much that's going to hurt him. His ERA still only 2-8. He's been great on the mound despite that one inning. Uh, But Judge has kind of responded here, hit a bunch of homers this weekend, hit that one that monster shot, and boy, he hit some monster shots. This weekend against the Orioles that won against Houston on Thursday was a bomb. He has gotten hot again after a little bit of a lull for a couple weeks. And then Alvarez is still killing the ball. And Alvarez to me, at 13 to 1 is the best bet. I'd be fascinated. I have no idea how anyone is going to vote. I'd be fascinated to see if the voting, you know, were to occur today, if the season ended today, who would win? My sense, and this is drive people nuts, is that it would be Judge very narrowly over Otani, very very narrowly over Alvarez in third. But I think it's a legitimate three-horse race. I declared it a two-horse week, uh, two-horse race last week, but that was under the impression off everything I was reading that Alvarez was going to miss a month, miss six weeks. Alvarez missed the minimum of ten days; he was back on Thursday, and he is certainly in the mix. So, fascinating MVP race in the American League, fascinating MVP race in the National League because Goldschmidt. Oh, the, the, my, if, if you listen to this podcast, you know my least favorite topic is COVID and vaccinations. But just from a betting perspective, Goldschmidt minus 141 to win the National League MVP. The Cardinals play in Toronto this week. Goldschmidt and Arenado cannot go because they're not vaccinated. You wonder if a few people are going to hold that against Goldschmidt. Hey, he's not a good teammate. He should have taken the shot. All it takes is a few to swing a close vote. And I thought, you know, there was other guys to make a good case anyway, including Austin Riley, who's 15 to 1. And that would be the one I would look at in the National League. 15 to 1 at Bet Rivers here is a good price. Uh, the Braves are surging. That's a good lineup. There's a lot of season left to be played. Remember, Bryce Harper didn't make the All-Star team last year. Bryce Harper was 30-1 to in the middle of August. Robbie Ray won the American League Cy Young last year. He was 100-1 at the All-Star break. So you look at it and you think, oh, these guys are out of it. They're long shots. We're too deep in. We have a lot of baseball left. Guys get hot. Guys get cold. Guys get injured. And I didn't think Goldschmidt was a rightful you know, runaway favorite to begin with. Now this vaccination thing, maybe that takes a few votes away from. Again, this is purely from a betting perspective, so uh, that is something to keep an eye on. Riley at fifteen to one would be the one I would look at, and uh, to just look at the futures odds here for the American League, like I mentioned, Yankees plus one seventy, Astros plus two twenty five. That's probably the best bet uh, of all these. Blue Jays plus six fifty is interesting. Red Sox twelve to one. No thank you. Rays fourteen to one. White Sox seventeen to one. Twins twenty to one. Mariners twenty to one. After a bad weekend. Then you get Guardians forty-five to one, and anyone after that, you can pretty much forget. All the Orioles two hundred to one in the mix. I don't know. Throw ten bucks on the Orioles at two hundred to one. Not crazy. Uh, National League plus one seventy. Well, it probably is crazy, but two hundred to one for a team that has a chance to make the playoffs is not that bad. Uh, Dodgers in the National League plus one seventy-five. Mets plus three fifty. Braves plus four hundred. Brewers plus nine hundred. Padres ten to one. Cardinals twelve to one. Phillies who got swept by the Cubs at home. Uh, are 20 to 1. Giants are 20 to 1. The Marlins, who, look, they've got a ton of pitching, but they are just not good enough. 100 to 1. Then you go to the divisions. Uh, AL East, as we know, is over. AL West is over. AL Central, I can't figure out. Twins, Guardians, White Sox. White Sox have the most talent. Twins have been in first place the whole year. Guardians are lurking. Uh, the White Sox are the, still a short shot, even though they're four back and lost plus 115. The Twins, all alone in first place, are. Plus 120, which is strange. Then the Guardians are right there, plus 465. Maybe the Guardians are the best bet there. I, I know there's a good bet there. I just don't know who it is. It's such a weird division, such a bad division. The White Sox have the most talent, but they've just been so injury-riddled. cece has been great, but they've just had so many injuries. Lynn hasn't been great. He's come down to earth. LaRusse has been a disaster. Who knows how, you know what the chemistry like is like in that clubhouse, so... Uh, That's certainly a weird division. NL East we will get to. That is certainly up for grabs as the Mets are minus 143. Braves are plus 105. Boy, plus plus money on the Braves looks pretty good. Uh, The Dodgers are going to win the National League West by about 15 games. And then, of course, the Central Brewers minus 210. Cardinals plus 155. Everyone else is 300 plus more or better. So that's a little overview here of the awards, the American League, the weekend wrap-up. When we come back, the Mets, in the middle of a pennant race, haven't been able to hit. Are they going to hang on to win the division? We'll talk about the Mets. That is next. This is the New York City Cats presented by River Sportsbook. BetRiver's online sportsbook is serving up some big wins with our new weekly profit boosts on all tennis wagers. Visit BetRivers.com or download the River Sportsbook app every Wednesday to receive a 20% profit boost on any tennis wager. And now you can even stream your favorite tennis players right from the Bet Rivers app heat up your summer with the Bet River Sportsbook app it's a whole new game must be 21 or older available in New York only void where prohibited gambling problem call 877 8hope and y or text hope and y all right we are back New York City cast bet river sportsbook let's talk a little mets like the yankees they are off tonight and then tuesday and wednesday city field Walker-Montgomery, game one of the Subway Series. And then Wednesday, an advantageous matchup for the Mets, Scherzer and Herman, But look, uh, Mets have some issues. Now, that was a huge win Sunday, and the Mets have had a habit here for, and this is what you like about them. They're resilient. They have a habit of being able to stop the bleeding. Past Mets teams would let this fester from a three-game losing streak to a four, five, six, seven-game losing streak. Mets don't let it happen. It looked like it was headed that way in the middle of the game Sunday night. Down one nothing. They had second, third, nobody out. Couldn't get the run home. Uh, and then, look, they've just struggled to hit. I mean, you look at some of the stats. The last 14 games, the Mets' starting pitchers have given up two runs or less every single game. Their ERA, ERA since July 7th is 1.57. Best in baseball by a wide margin. Uh, and I mentioned the 14 games, two runs or less for all starting pitchers. They're only 8-6 in those games. And it goes back really... Uh, to the Cubs games last weekend, that Saturday doubleheader where they couldn't score, scraped out two wins. You say, all right, who cares? We couldn't hit. We got the two wins. Well, then Sunday they couldn't hit, and they blew that game, and it's just carry on here. They just haven't scored a lot of runs. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Coming into today, the last five games, they'd only scored ten runs, and three of those runs were in extra innings where it's sort of orchestrated for the offense to score. So uh, Mets need a bat. I mean, they trade for Vogelbach. Uh, You know, his underlying stats are better than his traditional stats. You look at the batting average and you're not impressed, but if you look at Statcast, he's done a good job making hard contact, hits the ball hard, exit velocity, all that stuff for whatever that's worth. Uh you, you figure if you're hitting the ball hard, eventually the results come Now, he is slow as all hell, as you, you can tell by watching him. So, it you know, he's got a he's not getting any cheap hits, he's not beating, he's not legging any out. He's not Willie Mays, Hayes, so uh it's a start. it's a it's a presence it's something they're obviously going to need another move and i'm sure you know mets fans listen to the first segment and hear me say you know the yankees need soto mets are like hey wait a second we need soto and the mets are actually uh a better fit partner wise in terms of prospects because they have the, the you know the star in terms of alvarez they have Beatty. they have other stuff the nationals could want of course the the question it's becoming a little bit of a cliche but i think it's a real thing would they trade him within the division uh, my, I've been adamant they wouldn't. The only thing I would say is maybe with only two and a half years left, they figure Nationals figure, you know what? We're not going to be that good in the next two and a half years. After two and a half years, maybe he doesn't resign. Maybe he goes to the Dodgers. We don't have to worry about it. We'll just get the best package it's possible. Uh, I, honestly, I think Soto stays put. I have no idea. I think it makes sense to trade him, whether it's now, whether it's uh, in the winter sometime. We'll see. They'll probably they will trade him at some point, barring you know them working out a contract. But the Mets need a bat. Lindor's been disappointing. Let's face it. I mean, he's been okay. He hasn't been awful. He hasn't been Carlos Baerga, but he's been bad. He, he's he been not, I mean, bad might be strong, but you were expecting more when you traded for him. You gave up what you gave up. You gave him all that money. You were expecting more than this from Lindor. Alonzo with the big hit last night, sort of a, boy, if they go on to win the division, sort of a season-saving hit, at least at the moment. That's, one of, that's probably the biggest hit they've had all year because you could just feel a, a sense of relief Once that ball left the building, the building erupted. And there was just kind of a deep breath, a deep sense of relief that finally the Mets got the big hit. And maybe this gets them on a run after they lose two out of three. The Braves win two out of three. Uh, So you do lose a game in the standings. You're still up one and a half, two in the loss column. But hey, coming into Sunday, you had a tough matchup against Musgrove, who's an all-star pitcher, a very good pitcher. And the Braves had a cupcake matchup against the Angels, who just got awful. I really thought beginning of today, I had a feeling the Mets would probably win last night. But you had a feeling going into Sunday, you know what? It's not impossible. It's probably a coin flip here. Braves going to be in first place by the end of Sunday night, which, uh, boy, now, now you're up two in the loss. So I was going to say there's probably at some point, you know, the way the Braves are playing, at some point the Braves are probably going to overtake you in, in first place if you're the Mets. The question is, can you respond? But who knows? Maybe the Mets get hot here and roll off, you know, five or six in a row. And play well against them head-to-head August 4th through the 9th. And maybe the Braves don't catch them and you know pass them and get into first place. So a lot is going to be determined, obviously, those nine games head-to-head. Beginning of August until I think August 4th through 9th is the first series. Then they play you know, a week and a half later. So nine games in like three weeks against each other. That's going to be uh what determines this pennant race. And I think it's going down to the wire. They play three more in September. I don't see anyone pulling away here. The Mets are really good. The Braves are really good. Uh, we can come on here and say the same thing every day. These teams are both going to take shape over the next couple weeks because the Braves are going to add somebody. And whether they get Soroka back to the rotation, we'll see. It's like they need another pitcher. Uh, maybe they get an outfielder. Duval got hurt today. Acuna's getting a little healthier. You figure he's basically a year to the day removed since that knee injury. But the Braves will add somebody. The Mets will definitely add a bat. Will definitely add a reliever. Who that might be, we'll see. But they definitely need some punch in that offense. Uh, and look, J.D. Martinez... Who knows? Uh, It's hard to find offense because not that many teams are out of it. Now, the next couple weeks, maybe some teams don't play well and say, you know what, who are we fooling? Orioles, teams like that, and say, you know what, here's Mancini. Or the Rockies, who are out of it, can say, here's CJ Krohn. Uh, But the Mets are going to need a bat here. The Mets will get a bat. And this thing is headed down to the wire. And the Mets, the fact that they have to play the Yankees four times and the Braves have to play the Red Sox for their crossover, it's really not fair. And, in a race that could be decided by what a game, two games, three games, that could be the difference because the Red Sox are a terrible team right now. And obviously the Yankees, for all their issues, are still the Yankees. So you figure if you're the Mets, you know what? You split with the Yankees and you know hope not to lose any ground in those four games. You got a chance to win both of these. I think you probably you got a good chance to win Wednesday. Night. Now, look, it's the Yankees. Just because you got Scherzer versus Ramon doesn't mean the Yankees can't win. You can get it to a bullpen game. Judge can go nuts. A lot of things can happen, but... Uh, If you're the Mets, you don't want these four games against the Yankees while the Braves don't have to play the Yankees and get the Red Sox instead. It wouldn't be fair if that's how it's decided. So you hope, you know what, you get two, maybe three. Braves do the same thing against the Red Sox, and it just doesn't – if you're going to lose it, you want to lose it because you lost it. And Look, you have plenty of chances head-to-head, but it's just – it's boy, it's really not fair that there's that much of a gap uh, in the schedules, especially the Braves. You know, the NFL, they have first-place schedule, second-by-schedule – the Braves finished in first place last year. The only reason the Mets have to play the Yankees is because of this crossover rivalry thing, which, look, I'm kind of being a hypocrite here because I love the games. I wish they played six of them, but the Braves should have to play the Yankees too. It shouldn't be that imbalanced. So I don't know how you figure it out in terms of a schedule standpoint, but we're headed for the wire here. If this was, if this was a fight, this would go 12 rounds, it would go to the scorecard. I don't think anyone's pulling away, barring some sort of injury. And DeGrom, that's what I should have mentioned earlier. DeGrom, it was announced Friday after his simulated game Thursday that he would at least require one more maybe two more rehab starts boy you just wanted to be healthy he's great everyone loves DeGrom I love DeGrom at some point you got to pitch okay at some point you got to put the Mets uniform on and go on to the mound if you're going to throw 70 pitches who cares if you're throwing them for the Mets or for St. Lucie just go pitch for the Mets give them the 70 pitches so Look, I, I'm not the team doctor. I'm sure they have a reason for what they're doing, but my goodness, it's got to be frustrating for a Mets fan. I mean, it just seems like he's so close to being back, and then you know, one more simulated game, one more rehab start, All Star break. Well, the All Star we we said forever the All Star break right around the All Star break. Well, the All Star break came and it went. We played a series, and he's still not back, and he's probably not going to be back in a week. I mean, at some point, the guy's got to put the Mets uniform on and pitch for the New York Mets, please. Uh, I mentioned August 4th is when they play the Braves. He has to be back by August 4th, barring a setback. I mean, if he's not back by August 4th, I mean, it's not like last year because last year he wasn't pitching and they just kept, you know, pushing the kicking the can down the road saying, well, give it another couple weeks. He's got to rest. At least he's pitching. He's throwing the ball well from what everyone says. But I I know if you're a Met fan, it's like, can we please just get this guy on the mound? I've said this before, and – You know, people like to knock Cole and poke fun at Cole for all the money he makes, the contract, losing the Red Sox in the playoffs. Cole pitches. Garrett Cole pitches. If Garrett Cole was on the Mets instead of DeGrom, the Mets would be up seven or eight games because Cole pitches and Cole's a really good pitcher. So people can talk all they want about how much better DeGrom is than Cole. Garrett Cole pitches. And at some point, Jacob DeGrom has to pitch. So uh, we got a hell of a race uh, ahead of us. The Mets, as they have tended to do here with a nice little counterpunch. Every time the Braves seem to get close, a little closer, the Mets kind of come back from the dead and land a nice overhand left to get back in the fight and you know stay ahead on the cards. And to continue the boxing analogy, so it's going to be a lot of fun. There's nothing like pennant race baseball. So a lot of scoreboard watching down the stretch here. We'll keep an eye on you know the Mets score every night, the Braves score every night. It's almost like you're rooting for two teams. If you're a Met fan, you're rooting for two teams every night: the Mets and whoever the Braves are playing. Not that that's uh profound or anything but it's almost like you have two te- it's almost like you have two favorite teams i know jeff parles and other mets fans they get so angry at how bad some of the other teams that play the braves are and just get so annoyed at their incompetence it's kind of funny to watch but i don't blame them i mean you know the nationals and the angels and it's just it's so it's it's a helpless feeling when you're relying on help from these other bad teams so uh, i guess you can look at it from the Mets, and say hey we don't need help we'll go out and we'll take care of the braves head to head the Braves have played incredible here. It seems like they win every series. seems like they win almost every day. Basically played 800 baseball here for a couple of months. I mean, the Braves have been outstanding. The Mets, I mean, for all of you know, the panic and they haven't hit, and it's like they barely ever lose a series. They did lose two out of three to the Padres, but last week they won three out of four against the Cubs. The series before that, they beat the Braves two out of three. I mean, they win series after series after series. They're going to win like 100 games, so... Uh, Whoever loses this series, whoever loses this pennant race, is going to be in the upper 90s. I think the winner of this division probably hits 100, 101 wins. The loser probably 98, 99. If you win 98, 99 games, you have nothing to be ashamed of. So, not that that's worth anything. That still puts you in that wild card round. We have to win two out of three. But that's the kind of race we're talking here. We're not talking AL Central where the winner's going to win 85, 86. The winner of this is going to win 99, probably 100 plus. So. Hell of a race. Big game tomorrow. We'll spend plenty of time on the Mets versus the Yankees, the Subway Series. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Don't forget to download, rate, review, and subscribe. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook.